0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Welcome on into the 63rd, aka the Ralph Fritz edition of the Counterpoint Podcast. Brought to you by the Go Birds Pod or the GB's Pod, like we call it here on the Counterpoint Podcast. Now, I bet you're wondering who is Ralph Fritz. And honestly, I don't know who Ralph Fritz is either, but I will say he was the first player in Eagles history to wear the number 63 and he has the same last name as me so that's why this this podcast this counterpoint podcast episode um is is named after ralph fritz and some are saying that that ralph fritz was the the original counterpoint podcast these podcasts weren't around in the whatever he played the 30s 40s maybe 50s 60s but many are saying that ralph fritz was the the originator of the counterpoint podcast only people that have the last name fritz can host the counterpoint podcast so um ralph fritz uh i'm assuming you're dead so uh r.i.p if you're not i'm sorry i just killed you but um you have a great last name and you are probably a brutally average eagle but i will say great last name the ralph fritz episode of the counterpoint podcast and many are also saying that last week was the best episode of counterpoint to date the jason kelsey episode um I appreciate it. I hope I can put up a similar performance this week. I don't know if I can. I just did Art of the Take upstairs, so I'm winded, but we're going to get it up for this podcast. That's not weird. Um, so we have Jack's Rundown. We have the Trust Tree, which we're going into to convince the Mush Gods once again that uh, I don't like this team. And we have another wrinkle to the Mush Gods that we have to convince them about. And of course, we have the counterpoint mailbag. So, let's start with with, with Jack's rundown. So, I want to get very serious, and I want to look directly into the eyes of the NFL and, and and people that love the league and and teams in this league and Roger Goodell. And I, I I'm lowering my voice because this is so serious. This is so, so fucking serious. I am. This is probably the most serious I've been. Ever on this podcast. Dear NFL. Whether that be Roger Goodell. The teams in the NFL. All that fun stuff. Do not let the Eagles get into the playoffs. Do not let the Eagles get into the playoffs. Because your fate is sealed by that point. I'm just saying this now. And I know in my mush past this may come back to haunt me. Do not let the Eagles get into the playoffs because if they get in, the Eagles will win the Super Bowl again. I know you're probably in your car freaking out. How can you say such a thing? This team is playing dominant football right now. The The Texans game, I understand the Texans came back. That game was over. Josh Adams fumbled. Like, they needed to squeak that one out. That was a dominating performance and a special quarterback in Deshaun Watson. Do not let the Eagles get into the playoffs. They're peaking at the right time. They are they are going on a run. Did the run maybe start a week too late? Yes. Am I looking back at Corey Graham in the fucking Titans game? Yes, I am. Because if the Eagles get into the playoffs, it's a wrap. So I'm just letting you know. This is... This is my forewarning to the rest of the NFL, Roger Goodell, Vegas, referees. Do not let the Eagles get into the playoffs, because if they get in, your fate is sealed. Whew, man, that was that was some heavy, heavy stuff. It's gonna be a fucking wrap if they get, and, I, and I know everyone out there believes the same thing as I do. Watching this team right now, it is like you're. It's like watching the team last year. They're going on their run, like they're not playing. They're not playing like how they played in the Raiders game last year or in the in the Cowboys game last year. They're playing like playoff Eagles, maybe not even the Falcons game. They're they're right in the middle of the 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 Vikings blowout game. Uh, they're they're playing like that team. They're playing like that team. Is it thirty eight to seven each week? No. But the way they're playing, the way they're energized on both sides of the ball, they're playing like they played in the NFC Championship game. And I don't care what the final score in that Texans game was. That was a that was a dominating performance that they almost got fucked because of the Josh Adams fumble. So I'm just saying, don't let the Eagles get in the playoffs. Another thing, and I feel like this hasn't really been talked about a lot. I mean, it's been talked about a little bit, but like we may have watched the end of an absolute Era on Sunday at Lincoln Financial Field. That very well could have been the last home game for Brandon Graham, Jason Peters, Darren Sproles, Nick Falls. Like that could have been that could have been the last time we see those guys run out onto the field wearing midnight green, which is ridiculous. I mean, Jason Peters has been with us forever. Brandon Graham went from bust the why didn't we draft Earl Thomas guy to being an absolute folk hero in this town and folk heroes, I would say is actually a bit disrespectful because a folk hero is like, it's kind of like Nick Foles and in in the, he's really not that good, but there's just something magical about him here. And Brandon Graham goes from bust to, okay, he's he's looking pretty good. They still should have drafted Earl Thomas to strip sacking Tom Brady to being an absolute, absolute stone-cold Eagles legend. And I would love for the Eagles to find any way they can to to bring back Brandon Graham next year because he is awesome. He is not only an awesome football player, and I will say he, he wasn't great for the first 10 weeks of the season, but these last five or so weeks, he's turned it up. And why has he turned it up? Because of the, he's finally getting healthy off the ankle injury. I think he's going to age actually pretty well. Like I don't think he's he's falling off of a cliff. So um, I would love to see them bring him bring him back. I think he's very important to the culture of the Eagles. Very important to the the city of Philadelphia. I mean the stuff he does. He'll talk to anyone about the Eagles. Like he just loves it that much. He is so 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 very important uh, to, to keep around. And I'm just. I don't want people to, to, to just be like, you know, it's over. You know, the, the that could have been the last time we watched Brandon Graham um, um, suit up for the Eagles at home. Last time he ran on the field. And I just want to uh, appreciate the greatness that is Brandon Graham. Same kind of thing for Jason Peters. Um, can't really stay on the field. Not as effective. Still a damn good football player. Um, I, I'm not sure he'll be back next year. I could see him being back though in, in, in a role. Sprolesy, I think he wants to go out Playing healthy and for him to go out be the oldest player to put up over 100 yards from from scrimmage is ridiculous. He's a freak. Uh, uh, another, not an Eagles legend, but a, a but a for three three years there was really really good. Last few years have been tough. Um, and then Nick Foles, uh, I this that might have been the last time we see Nick Foles play at Lincoln Financial Field, which is crazy. It is absolutely absolutely crazy. So those guys are are. Always welcome the trust tree if they ever want to come in and talk about their, their era of Eagles football and how dominant they were. Uh, the trust tree is always open to those guys. Now, another thing I've seen, I just want to know, like, when are we going to, I just want to have an open, honest, trust tree conversation about Jake Elliott. Does Jake Elliott miss a shit ton of PATs? He sure. He sure does. He sure does. But that guy's got stones, man. The guy's got stones for days. Outside of Nick Falls, I would say that Jake Elliott has the biggest stones on the team. The guy's got nads. Like he, like we talk about the Carson Wentz chub meter, the big balls dug scale. Like I would argue that Jake Elliott has elephant titus of the stones. He really has got big ass nads. And he is... Money in the clutch. I have no doubt in my mind that Jake Elliott is going to nail big kicks for the Eagles football team. And yes, he misses his fair share of, of PATs, and does it cost the team? It cost them the Dallas game, but you cannot, you can't put that on the on a on a place kicker. But I will say, I am as confident in Jake Elliott late in games as I have ever been. In a kicker in the National Football League, I would put Justin Tucker on that league. Let on that list, I will put Adam Vinatieri on that list. I will put Jake Elliott on that list in game-winning, clutch-ass kicks. Just slam your nads all over the ball. Jake Elliott's that dude. So this is a this is the official counterpoint stance on Jake Elliott. He is my kicker. He is clutch. Please, for the love of God, start making your PATs. Because everyone has a freak out when he misses his PATs. But there's no one else I'd rather have making a big kick for me, for me, than Jake Elliott. Guy's got nads for days. Elephantitis of the nads. Jake Elliott, you big balls, motherfucker. <laughs> um, now, we have talked in the past about Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer, like... You can't be tough football guy when your voice is as embarrassing as his voice is. I mean, Mike Zimmer's voice, it sounds like a, a creepy baby old man. Like, he's an old guy, but he sounds like a fucking baby when he talks. And, uh, you know, you have Mad Maggie, you have Doug Peterson joking back and forth about how Doug's called him and... And giving him notes from the Vikings and, and all this stuff. And then you have Mike Zimmer come out and be like, I don't care who Doug Peterson calls. Actually, it doesn't sound like that. That was way too deep of a voice for Mike Zimmer. It's more like, I don't care who, I don't care who Doug Peterson calls. I don't, I don't even care. And I'm just saying, Mike Zimmer, that you cannot be this tough, hard ass defensive coach and have a voice like that. It's why your teams always choke in the postseason. It's why your teams never rise up to big big occasions because when they're trying to get ready for a football game, they don't want to be creeped out by, by old baby man, Mike Zimmer. He is a creep. His voice is creepy and his teams cannot be ready to play because they can't get excited with an old creepy baby man talking to them. You can have great defensive schemes, all that fun stuff but there's a reason why you're a defensive coordinator and not a head coach in the National Football League. Mike Zimmer, you are not tough. You're soft, playing along with a joke. And again, you sound like a big, creepy baby man. Get out of my face, Mike Zimmer. And finally, once again, I'm not one for patting myself on the back. I, I, I like to, to be all-inclusive, but I will say... I don't know if there's ever been a better testament to the Jack Fritz name test than Avante Maddox, who is continuing to play dominant football. He had a great cornerback name. I did not think he'd be as dominant of a safety as he is or a jack of all trades as Avante Maddox is. I love Avante Maddox. Everyone's like, oh, Josh Sweats to steal the draft. Not so fast, Josh Sweat. Shitty football name. Hasn't been able to stay on the field. Avante Maddox better. Avante Maddox, Jack Fritz name test. Point in case. That probably didn't make any sense. Case closed. Avante Maddox, the Jack Fritz name test he is absolutely 100% legit. It is the time. Uh, it is the time that I single handedly will the Eagles to the playoffs. As we've talked about many times in this podcast, I. I'm a mush. For a long time, I, I tried to put it out of my head that I was a mush, that I actually know what I'm talking about, when in reality, everything I say ends up ultimately being wrong. Like I, I sound smart when I say it. I know what I'm talking about. I know sports. It's just like whenever I make a prediction or something of that ilk, it's usually wrong because I, Jack Fritz, am a mush. We are in Mush's Anonymous here. So, it is this time of every CounterPoint Podcast where I have to convince the Mush gods that I believe it. So, here we go. Starting off with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins was worth that contract. Kirk Cousins is a great quarterback. A a great quarterback. He is... I you know everyone talks about how he chokes in, in big moments and and is never is his record against winning teams that doesn't matter okay that doesn't matter that doesn't matter at all because this guy like what well, like we said many times Nick Foles is bad okay and and QB wins are the most second most overrated stat in sports behind pitcher wins so I I'm not gonna kill Kirk Cousins I'm not gonna call him some kind of chump loser uh, a guy that can't win the big one. Because the fact of the matter is that Kirk Cousins can win the big one. Do I have any doubts that he is going to to, to pick apart the Chicago Bears? No, I do not. Gets the ball out quickly. He will neutralize that pass rush. You know, everyone in the city is saying, oh, Kirk Cousins choker, Kirk Cousins choker, um, you can't win the big one. That's just simply, simply not true. Simply not true. He was clutch at Michigan State. He had the Hail Mary last week in in Detroit, which should put to bed all of the clutch gene factors. He is a, a proven winner. And once again, like the, the fact that people are, are clinging on to this Kirk Cousins thing shows that you're not that actually confident in the Eagles because you know, you know deep down inside that Kirk Cousins is the guy for a franchise. He is a franchise quarterback the Redskins make the right decision trying to build around him for a few years. And honestly, they probably should have uh, re-signed him by this point because Kirk Cousins is a big game performer. I would trust him in big games over Nick Foles. Um, so it's going to be a a Kirk Cousins show on Sunday against the Bears. It's going be, to be a bloodbath because Kirk Cousins is lighting up that defense so much. He is not corny. He is not the corniest quarterback in the league. You like that is a really good idea. Like you like that is one of the smartest trademarks I've seen in in recent memory. Darren Rovell is upset that he didn't think of something as genius as you like that. Like for everyone that's saying Kirk Cousins can't win the big one, I will say Kirk Cousins defense can't help Kirk Cousins win a big game. And guess what? That ends on Sunday. Because Kirk Cousins at home in a big moment against a an frankly just an overrated defense is going to do the deed that we're all afraid of. He's going to pick apart the Bears because Kirk Cousins, deep down inside, has God on his side as well, much like Nick Foles. And he will he will beat the Chicago Bears on Sunday. It's just a fact. Guy's good guy's a winner all this big game stats you know can't can't win against playoff teams or t- teams with a winning record out the window it is over just get used to Kirk cousins big game quarterback Woo! Mm! I I think that was a pretty good sell job like if I'm if I'm being honest that might have been my best sell job yet. That might have been the best sell job of Kirk Cousins. I, I think the, the, the mush guys might have been confused with with how devastatingly accurate that, that Kirk Cousins thing was. So, um, I think they believed it. So, we're, we're good. Now, what everyone's been waiting for, let's get into the Nick Foles thing. Because, once again, Nick Foles, like... I don't know how many times we had to relitigate the Nick Foles thing. Like Nick Foles is is nothing more than a system quarterback with a huge hog. Like this whole bullshit that Nick Foles just wins. Like Nick Foles is is nothing more than than a a a, a starting pitcher with a four ERA that. That he gets lit up, not lit up, but allows like five runs a game, but his team scores seven. He has great run support. He's nothing more than a, 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 a starting pitcher with a four ERA that gets a shit ton of run support. That is what Nick Foles is. The Eagles, the Eagles just play. They 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 rise up to the occasion around Nick Foles. It's not Nick Foles. Like they know that when Carson Wentz goes out, they have to step up their shit and, because he is a limited average quarterback that they have to pull from the roots and help him win a football game. The defense didn't play like this for Carson. The rest of the team didn't play like this for Carson. Nick Foles is a pass-first point guard that gets the ball out and and into his playmaker's hands. He does absolutely nothing. He does absolutely nothing good as a quarterback. Like he is a he cannot win big games. Like, he just, he is not, like, I don't, I don't understand why we're even having this debate once again. Like, he is not a franchise quarterback. He is a backup quarterback that, for some fucking reason, people, like, he just, the, the team just feels inspired around him. And this Nick Foles magic is not real. Magic's not real. We do know that. When we talk about magic, and we talk about, uh, you know, the... the magic tricks like like nick falls is playing on the city and i'm sorry i have to be the voice of reason here like i'm sorry i have to be the one that 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 has to 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 say to you that this back this backpedaling jesus lover um is is not the guy he's not the guy like i don't know how many times i have to say it he is not the guy and anyone who knows football if you know football like i know football you would know that he's not because watch him play backpedals Throws off his back foot. Angels carry his balls right into the fucking hands of Nelson Aguilar. It's infuriating, but it is what it is. I'm not buying this whole Nick Foles thing. He cannot. He cannot. Now, listen closely. I'm speaking directly to the people that think Nick Foles can be the franchise quarterback. He cannot do this again. He cannot do this again. He will not get into the playoffs. He will play like shit against the Redskins. They will probably lose to the Redskins. Everyone's like, oh, they're going to blow out the Redskins? Oh, we're not even worried about that. It's not going to happen because Nick Foles, this is all a mirage. He is not a good quarterback, and he, there's no way this is going to happen again. That, that doesn't happen in sports. Last year was a total fluke, and that'll prove that will prove out again on Sunday. Woo! Mm, man, I'm on a roll today, P- being honest, on a complete roll, too believable. Um, all right, the mush gods have been told what I believe deep down inside, and I think they bought it. All right, time for the Counterpoint mailbag, which you can always email at counterpointmailbag at gmail.com for all your trust tree needs. Uh jersey needs superstition needs i mean that's what the counterpoint podcast is is brought is here to provide is just comfort so always email the counterpoint mailbag at gmail.com for for any of your needs so first one from i think it's nick demarco um, yeah nick demarco huge fan Uh, Love being in the trust tree You brought a very interesting point by saying Foles is proof that God is real Now while I believe there's some serious likes to that Thank you very much It brings up a a more interesting point No one loves God more than Carson Wentz His charity, his social media posts, his religious tattoos, the celibacy um, Are all for God yet God has plagued him with injury and even forced him to watch his MVP season go down the drain then forced him to watch his backup win the Super Bowl and now the Nick Foles magic is happening again is this some sort of love triangle between Foles God and Carson clearly God is favoring Nick there is some unrequ- unrequited, unrequited love going on between Carson and God should he dropped the whole religion thing and realized that God's just not that into him if there's one thing that dating taught me it's moving on would be the, most, the best and healthiest thing for all parties a godless Carson might win 10 Super Bowls because his potential is unmatched let me know your thoughts go birds it's it's a fantastic point Nick it it, it really is and I'm wondering if there's a little uh there's a little uh, Tim Tebow-esque-ness to Carson Wentz not in his throwing mechanics in in the God thing you know he's uh he's very in your face about it and he's very like I feel like maybe God's like hey man just take a chill pill. All right? I didn't need the... Maybe it was the agape tattoo. It was like the agape tattoo was, was the big man upstairs saying, like, listen, buddy, lay off a little bit, okay? You're doing great work, but you don't have to be in everyone's face about it. Maybe that's what he's trying to teach Carson in, in the, the humbleness of of Nick Foles. Maybe it's all a teaching moment. I mean, God works in mysterious ways. That's what Jack Fritz, the Jack Fritz version of the Bible says in in chapter three is, you know, God works in mysterious ways. I don't think any other part of the Bible had that exact line in it. Um, But you can only find that in the Jack Fritz Bible chapter three. So um, yes, maybe there is, there's, there could be something to that. I agree with you, Nick. All right. From Jake DeGrazia. Uh, the Jason Kelsey episode, best counterpoint episode ever. Keep the religion coming. It soothes it our disease. Yeah, so um, this is another uh, testament. Is that the word? I don't know. Another review. Of the Counterpoint podcast, I mean the, the Jason Kelsey episodes seem to do seem to be one that people like the most. So um, yes, everyone loves talking about religion, and it makes everyone feel super comfortable. So I will k- keep leaning into it and talking about these guys' religion. All right, from Andres Gonzalez. Hi Jack, I have a serious crisis on my hands. I'm currently have a girlfriend named. I currently have a girlfriend named Wendy. We have been going out for two years, and I love her, and I believe I want to spend the next 15 years of my life with her. She's very passionate and is very good and consistent in bed. However, two weeks ago, she threw out her back in the sack and hasn't been able to play with me these last two Sundays. Coincidentally, my ex-girlfriend Nikki showed up these past two weeks to step in for Wendy. We often fight because she sometimes is pretty dull in bed but then again she gets really hot sometimes and is a beast when she's in the zone i'm really torn about what make uh what to make of this in the future because i'm afraid to screw up by letting the wrong one go should i keep the should i keep wendy who is the future and is way more consistent or Nikki, who i can't really trust but who really delivers when it counts is there a way they can keep both of them even if it really hurts my salary gap p.s Nikki has given me a ring in the past boy um so when I, so trust tree, when I first started reading this, I started freaking out. I was like, oh my God, like, am I, am I causing this guy to cheat on his, his girlfriend and all this stuff? And then I finally realized what Andre's was doing here. Andre's a fantastic email. Um, it's, it's, it's really, really strong work. You had me freaked out. Um, again, I don't know what to do though. Uh, me, much like you and everyone out there, I don't know what to do, but go with Wendy. She's better. <laughs> um, from Dominique Daniels. Jack, first off, love the podcast, and I just want to get that out of the way. Last week, you said Nick Foles is proof the guy is real, and after breaking the single-game record in franchise history, cannot argue with those scientific facts. Thank you. The real question is, is, with how good Nick Foles is playing when the Eagles make the playoffs, do you keep riding Big Dick Nick, or do you play Carson so he can get the playoff experience? So, this is a really, really, really tough question. Um, because I, I would argue that Carson getting playoff experience would be more important than Nick Foles playing... In the playoffs because they could lose or they could win but i did open the podcast saying that don't let the eagles get in the playoffs and i i feel really good about the eagles because of nick Foles, and i feel confident in the eagles because of nick Foles. so um but i do i i i do see the carson side because i think getting him playoff experience is more important than than really trying to to go for it this year it's tough it's tough. From John Barber, uh, what do you think is the most Nick can do to warrant Wentz coming back for a playoff run? Foles wins but plays meh. I don't want anything to happen to Carson after the season. Period. So, um, is there anything Nick can do to warrant? Well, yeah, I guess if Nick if Nick play if Nick plays bad against the Redskins and they squeak into the playoffs because Kirk Cousins goes full Kirk Cousins, um, do you go back to Wentz? That's the ultimate question. I. I wouldn't want to be those guys because, I mean, Nick was playing so well, and the same thing happened last year against the Raiders and against the Cowboys, and then he went on the run. So, tough to say. Tough to say. All right. Um... From Papa Rock, dear Jack Fritz WIP, earlier this year you laid out ground rules for 2018 plus babies and their rigorous journey they must endure to attain their status as true fans. My wife, a big fan of the pod, vehemently disagreed. We humbly ask your permission to speed up the process once my... I don't know. i lose the rest of it. Once my child is old enough to see more than 12 inches... Uh, More than 12 inches in front of her and view this jam-packed DVD of our beloved Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles. Love always, Papa Rog. P.S. She has Eagles gear, but she was a month early just to see the playoff run, so it doesn't fit yet. So, uh, there's a picture here. And first off, uh, congratulations, Papa Rog. a, A very good member of the trust tree, and he had a daughter, and in her crib, he has the Super Bowl champion. DVD so uh, very good stuff since your wife vehemently disagreed it sounds like she's passionate about letting your daughter watch the, the Super Bowl champions DVDs while this is not the official counterpoint stance just do what your wife says <laughs> um, from Steve Ferrigno if you had ten championships in your lifetime to split across, to, to split across all four major sports teams, even though you're not always in Jackie Puck's mood, how would you split them? So, I would like to see a, a, a Flyers run in my life, just because I think playoff hockey is really fun and intense and all that good stuff. I think people forget about how fun playoff hockey is. So, I would I'll say two two Flyers championships. I will say three Phillies championships. Two Sixers three eagles i think that's how i spit it up in my the rest of my life so that's what like 60 more years 60 more years only 10 championships. well i mean there's only been yeah that's that's actually a lot to ask for from our from our teams but um <laughs> we'll do it and that is going to do it for this episode of the counterpoint podcast again if you want to email the counterpoint pa- podcast email counterpointmailbag at gmail.com Let's hope the mush gods believed me because I, Jack Fritz, am a mush. I'll talk to you next week once the Eagles are in the playoffs, baby.